Welcome to Keystone Education Radio, the podcast for all things focused on education in Pennsylvania. Now here's your host, Laura Huggins. Welcome to Keystone Education Radio. This is Laura Huggins, today's podcast host. We're coming to you from Ephrata Area School District outside of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. The district was recently awarded a first place Magna Award in the Enrollment Under 5000 category for the Italo Recruit Program. For those of you who might not be familiar with the Magna Awards, they're sponsored by the National School Board Association, Flagship Magazine, American School Board Journal, and honor school board best practices and innovative programs that advance student learning. This year's awards focused on equity, which inspires us to explore Ephrata's area's Atalo program. Atalo, which means rise up in Latin, is designed to help first-generation prospective students reach their post-secondary education goals and become leaders in their community. Today, we're joined by several members of Ephrata Area Schools community. I'm going to ask each of you to introduce yourself so listeners are able to match names with voices. Let's start with Dr. Troop. Hi, I'm Brian Troop, superintendent at Ephrata Area School District. I'm Scott Kellen, Ephrata High School principal. And I'm Rick Gaiman, school board director. First, let's set the stage and have you tell listeners a little bit about what is Atalo. Could you give us a brief description, Dr. Troop? Sure. Uh, the Italo Prep Program is a six-week program designed to uh, help students who don't have uh, models at home or in their lives of uh, college graduates um, to, to present them with the opportunity and the, the reality that they can go to college. They can uh, achieve much higher than maybe they thought was possible. So it's a program designed to allow them to discover some potential within them that they might not have otherwise known. How long has Ephrata been a part of this program? We started last fall, uh, so fall of 2016, um, with our first group of, of students to enter into the program. And what was the impetus behind partnering with Atalo? Well, actually, it was, it was kind of a, a coincidence. I was at a meeting uh, another, on another topic in Lancaster, and uh, Jordan Steffi, the, the creator of the program, was talking uh, about how, how uh, this program helps kind of change the trajectory of students in their lives. Um, and, and the passion at which he, which he spoke um, and the results that, that he was seeing um, sounded exactly like what we were all about here at Ephrata. I mean, our mission at the Ephrata Area School District is to have kids reach their full potential. Um, and that includes having them set higher sights than what they would otherwise have set for themselves. And this program really looks at, at kids who don't have that model of, of a college graduating parent um, to be able to uh, aim even higher than what they think is possible. Mr. Gaiman, how does the Atalo program fit into the school district's goals? So our vision uh, is to achieve success one student at a time. And so this allows opportunities for students that might not have it before excel in a given area and push themselves beyond what they think they're capable of. And there's been some conversation about the early morning start and how people don't, uh, m most adults don't even apply themselves to that. And so this is an opportunity for students to get a taste of what it's like in the real world when we, uh, part of our, our goals is also preparing students for life after graduation, a program we call Life Ready Graduate. And this is uh, a taste of what that's like, uh, encouraging our students to excel beyond what it means to be a student, but to be an adult in a real world where they can be engaging in their communities, in their families, and in their places of employment. From the school board's perspective, why is this program important to continue? There are gonna be students that we're not gonna be able to reach and because of their life situations, because of what they may be being faced with. And so 
this provides an opportunity for us to reach students who can then do some self-reflection and decide if this is what they want to apply themselves to, if this is the type of commitment they want to make in order to go places they would never have gone before. Um, Atala provides resources that we can ourselves provide and then it provides a curriculum and opportunity for students to grow beyond what we might be able to provide as a school district. Talk to me about pillars, the pillars of this program. Sure. The Atal program is built around, the six weeks of the program is really built around the six pillars, one week for each pillar. And it starts the first week with a strong mind, then they go into competition, resiliency, accountability, uh, sacrifice, and finishing strong. So two days each week are focused on lessons tied to the pillar, and then they have the cube day, where they're learning to solve the, the Rubik's Cube, and they have to solve it within, in under 90 seconds to actually be a, an Atal scholar. And they can do it. Uh, they, that first week, they, you know, I go in with them and, and work with the cube with them each week. And you know, so I've learned how to solve the cube, although not nearly as fast as them. And I forget. Um, but they're amazing. And you know, so they actually, the resiliency, they go out to Chickie's Rock, which is a local area hiking trail in the dark of the morning. And they really do share some personal things. They become a family with that. So they're sharing deep things uh, and things that they've got to overcome. And, and these six pillars really drive uh, a lot of the recruit process. If I can add, I, th I think the, the difference between the Atala program and maybe other programs that are built to, are aimed at building self-esteem within students um, in other ways, the 530 start, as well as the, the pillars within the program, they require students to do something hard. They require students to um, actually apply themselves. This isn't a program that you can just sprinkle on students and have them then come out the other end and, and be more successful or more confident. The kids have to put the work into it. And that's one of the things about the program that, that we all really saw as a positive because it requires, it gives students the opportunity to apply themselves. And from applying themselves, they develop that confidence which they carry well beyond the program. And that's what our district's about. Dr. Galen, how do students here at the high school get involved? It's a, a unique process. Um, we work, administration works with our guidance counselors to identify students who might be the first in their family to go to college. It's not exclusively that, but that's the first uh, set of the first criterion for selecting students. We try to have some ethnic diversity uh, and balance within that. Um, GPA is a factor of that. Uh, just because they have a low GPA doesn't mean they, they don't get into it, but we also want them to be, you know, look at some of their goals. Uh, our guidance counselors meet with every student every year. So they do look at some of their plans and, and as a filtering process, do they have any ideas of going to college? Um, we had a student who was ESL who started the program and he was really concerned because he didn't speak English very well, but one of the Atalo staff members was fluent in Spanish. Um, that student ended up choosing not to complete the entire program, but he started out with that. And um, you know, so we sit down and, and have some decisions, have a, come up with a list, and then prioritize that list, and then we actually send out invitations. They kind of ambush them, believe it or not. So they get a pass to come down to the office and they have absolutely no idea why they're there. And the Atalo staff is hiding in a room and I walk you know, five or six kids in at a time and they're literally ambushed by the Atalo staff and they, it pretty much sets them off guard. And they share the idea of the program and the 530 start and there's a lot of big eyes and like what in the world just happened? And then you know, they share that information with their parents, they get some written information and then they have to decide. So they're invited to the program maximum of 30 students and they know exactly what they're going to get into and then they have to they have a deadline by which they have to commit to do this so we've had 
you know, around 20 plus each year uh, that have committed to do this. Not everyone that's invited opts to do this because like, I just can't, I can't do that 5.30 in the morning, but most of them do and they stick it out. So it's a, it's a huge commitment and we have to select well because we get 30 invitations and that's it. Are other district educators reporting they've noticed positive changes as a result of the program? Uh, I think early on, they report some very tired kids the first couple weeks until they get used to that. I know the very first year, the nurse was, hey, we got these kids who keep wanting to come down and take a nap because um, they had to get used to, the, used to it. Um, one of the greatest um, comments I had about a student came from a, a staff member, um, about one of the students that will be in our panel later. I'm seeing this kid change before my eyes. He's a different person uh, through the course of the six weeks. And, and this, that student's mom said the same exact thing. Thank you. My, my son, he's a different person for the better because of this. Um, so each kid has their own journey and has different aspects of that change. For some of them, it is that first six weeks of their program. For others, it may come later on as they stick with us and do the SAT prep. And they're involved for the better part of two years if they stick with the entire program and, and do everything with them. They are impacted, uh, I think, permanently for the rest of their lives in a positive way. And, and they completely bond as a group. Uh, this year, they literally, you got kids who don't know each other. Some of them do, but uh, you know, when you put 20 kids together in a class of 300, they don't all know each other, but they literally bond and become a family. And it's a, it's a really beautiful thing to see. And we're going to hear from those students in a bit. What advice would you have for districts that may be looking to partner with Italo? Jump in with both feet. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a program, that, you know, use the cliche, gives you more bang for your buck uh, than this program. The, the investment of time, energy, and resources in these kids is, the, the return on investment is well worth uh, sleepless mornings and, you know, getting up early and letting them in and, and all the stuff that we do with, with Italo, it's well, well worth it. Jump in with both feet and get this in there for your kids. And I think even beyond the impact on the individual students that are a part of the program, it provides, provides living evidence within your, within your school of the potential that lies within every one of our students. Um, like, like Dr. Galen uh, talked about, this is a wide variety of students um, and a lot of them um, have some of the chips uh, kind of stacked against them. Um, so when they complete this program, they complete the six weeks, they learn uh, the contents of the pillars and they force themselves to do something they didn't think was possible. They are changed for the better and, and their potential will be realized throughout their lives. Um, it's just like, um, I mean, as mountaineers, the effort of mountaineers, we certainly try to relate anything we can to, to the idea of, of climbing a mountain, but it's really what, what that's like. Um, people climb mountains not because it's easy, they climb mountains because it's hard and it changes them. And they come back and do it again as soon as they can recover and come back and climb the next mountain and climb the next mountain. We want to provide kids with that opportunity to realize that high from reaching the top of completing this program so that when they go into the next challenge that they experience in their life, they have more confidence and they have uh, more success. And I would add, uh, I had the privilege of taking part in the graduation process. And just to hear some of their stories about the, the situations in life that they had to overcome, the challenges, some insurmountable, some of the hurt, the deep pain, uh, the, the tragedy that some of them experienced, both you know, personal and as a family, to hear them rise up above that and to, to conquer some of their challenges but then the commitment and the resiliency to that short program, it, it gives them a sense of, of conquering, of knowing that because I accomplished this, I can do it again, as, as Dr. Troop mentioned, because I did this, now I can face the next thing. And uh, from a school board member's perspective, I'm seeing young lives growing like that and then being 
and, and improving and changing knowing that these are the future members of our society. It gives great hope and inspiration. So for districts that may be interested in something like this, how do they access you? Well, they can get a hold of us on our district website at easdpa.org. Um, we have a Twitter handle as well, um, at GoMounts. Um, information about the Atalo program itself, uh, they're on, on the web um, as well. We can point you in that direction in addition. Um, if you know, principals have a question, they can certainly contact uh, Dr. Galen. Uh, if any superintendents have wonderings about this program, contact me, and I'm, I'm sure we can get in touch with the school board members if they have questions as well. Great. Thank you. What is the significance of the Rubik's Cube? Well, the Rubik's Cube is, is in there. It's not just for fun, although it is fun. Um, it, less than uh, a fraction, I forget what the... Uh, I think it's a 0.4%. So 0.4% of people in the country can solve the Rubik's Cube. So w when you're taking kids who think they can't solve the Rubik's Cube and you work through them in a very systematic way over six weeks, they start to believe that maybe other things that they didn't think they could do are possible for them. So it's a visual model of doing something that's hard that not many people in the United States and the world can do, and they just accomplished it through their efforts. Incredible. Thank you. Can you tell us a little about the Italo staff? The Italo staff, quite frankly, have become some of my favorite people, uh, period. Um, incredibly high energy. They come in, they actually show up at 4.30 every morning. So they're here prepping for an hour before the kids show up at 5.30. So we let them in at 4.30. They are right, right out of the gate, uh, high energy, 4.30 a.m., ready to go. And they, they literally are investing themselves. They're pouring their lives into the lives of these students. Um, one of the guys, Leo, literally grew up on a dirt floor in Dominican Republic and survived a hurricane. And so the story that he went through in his life, he's now in the United States giving back to these kids. And he's been with us for both years, um, phenomenal gentleman. Uh, I literally love them all. Every time I see them, it's, it's just a, a great reunion. Just wonderful, wonderful people who care about our kids and want to see the best for them. Can you describe how students in the Italo program have grown or what kind of positive impacts you've seen since the Italo program started? When we talk about students overcoming obstacles, um, I won't get into specifics about kids, but we've had students who've had deaths in the family, um, dealing with homelessness, you know, moving from other countries and having to overcome all the cultural challenges. And when you see a kid who is living in a car, who now has college aspirations and, and wanting to, to become something much more and bigger than maybe he ever thought he could or she ever thought she could, that's incredible. And that's why I get so excited about this program. Um, you know, again, I mentioned before that I don't think I've had a program that has more bang for its buck the impact of just six weeks, even if they don't continue on with the SAT prep in the next two years, that six weeks have seen transform the kids' lives from dealing with potentials of drug use and drug abuse to changing them. Um, it's been phenomenal to see what they've overcome and have a different outlook on life that they may not have been able to have before. Not every kid is in dire straits or anything like that. Some of them have great situations, but others have really had a lot to overcome and they're becoming a better person because of this. There's a noticeable difference uh, in, in any human being when, when they have a purpose and they're confident that they can reach their goals. And th that's what this program does for kids. It takes your typical high school student who may have some interests, may have some, some uh, social uh, groups that they're, they're involved with, and, and they kind of just going through and doing school. Um, this kind of turns the light on um, for those kids, and, and really they realize what 
they want to do with their lives um, and start and they actually realize and believe that they can accomplish it and when you change that their whole posture changes how they walk through the hall how they carry themselves into in and out in any situation is now um, changed it's it's uh, it's transformational for those kids absolutely if, if I can yeah. add when we do the initial invitations the question I get a lot is why why me why was I invited to participate in this thing? What, who chose me for this? And the answer really is, we saw something in you. Someone in this district saw something in you. Whether it was your involvement in activity, your academic potential, leadership potential. So someone saw something in you, and that's the main reason you were invited to this program. And that right there, because some of the kids are like, I've got nothing to offer. And it's not true, they all have something to offer. They just, it's buried sometimes, and they don't quite know that. So literally, someone suggested them for this program, and they went through that process, uh, and they got the invitation. They earned that by the potential they have uh, as, as a student and as a human being. Dr. Galen, from your perspective, how has this program changed your outlook? From my perspective, the way it's impacted me, I was the, f I was the first in my family to go to a four-year college. My dad was a high school dropout. Uh, my mom dropped out of college to marry my dad. I had a couple of sisters who they did get associate degrees, but I was the first one to go away and go to college. So I can absolutely relate to a lot of the situations with the kids. I was that quote unquote at risk kid in high school, but I had two parents at home who cared for me and, and paid, made, made a way for me. And this is just uh, an incredible opportunity where, I, you know, again, I'm, maybe not the dire situation some of the kids in, but I can absolutely relate to them. And I can honestly say, and I'm not just being cheesy here, if I don't do another thing, as, an, as a high school principal or administrator or whatever with my career, this is enough. The impact that this has had on kids, even if just two years, this is life changing for these kids. So if I do enough, have no more success in my life, this has been incredibly successful and I'm incredibly proud of that. And I'm okay with this being the hallmark of my time as an administrator. And this will just keep going. I'll, I'll echo his sentiments. I've seen how it changed him just as a principal in my short time as a school board director the passion and the zeal that he talks about the Atala, uh, the Atala program, but then how, when he talks about it, he lights up and he glows, and he's very engaged with it, and I have a limited exposure to it, but just how it has impacted him, uh, I will, I will also, I'm a witness to that. I think it's clear this program has not only Im impacted students, but the leaders of this school district as well. Lots of us that, that have reached some level of success in life um, can look back and probably connect to somebody that saw something in them and helped them reach, reach higher than they thought was possible. That's what this program does for our kids. And uh, if there's anybody out there listening that uh, didn't have that opportunity to give back, to pay it back, and they're the beneficiary of some, somebody who saw something in them, contributing to a program like this, um, you won't regret it. It is built exactly to help pay it forward for those kids. So for, you, for anybody, anybody who's, who's a listener who's, who's looking for uh, what to do, how, how can they give back, how can they feel better about paying forward their success that they owe to somebody else in, in their past, um, this program is, is a streamlined way to do that. Certainly. Thank you. Sure. When we come back, we're going to talk to Jordan Steffi, the creator of Italo. Growth in population and industry has been good for Pennsylvania, but it also means more people who need more from our communities and schools. Through bond offerings and sound advice, 
Baird helps Pennsylvania schools and communities fund their growth every day. And because Baird lives and works in those communities, you can trust they care about growing them responsibly. Over 20% of schools throughout Pennsylvania have trusted Baird to plan and finance their future. Discover a financial partner who cares about Pennsylvania. Visit rwbaird.com. Robert W. Baird and Company, member SIPC. I'm joined here today by Jordan Steffi, the program creator. Jordan, most teenagers are not terribly enthusiastic about waking up at 5.30 a.m. Could you talk to us about the kind of response you've received from students? Yeah. Um, so, so the kind of the origins of the morning piece was uh, one of the scholars in the program had kind of been acting up a little bit. And as punishment, we said, all right, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 5 o'clock. And uh, had built kind of rapport with the family and the trust. And so I pick him up, and uh, he's not very happy to be there. And as I'm driving him to school that morning, uh, he said, hey, uh, do you mind if we do this again tomorrow? <laughs> And I was like, wait a second, I gotta, this is punishment to me as well, right? And, um, but something was there. And, we, and what we've kind of discovered over a period of time is people are looking for authentic challenges. Um, and our, our data suggests with, with over 97% attendance at 5.30 in the morning, um, an effort as school district was a little bit higher than that. But 97% um, attendance at 5.30 in the morning. Students will not miss this. Try to get them in the afternoon or in the evenings, and, and we've been very fortunate with committed students and families, but um, it's nothing close to that. And so it's kind of counterintuitive, but we just found that at the end of this process, uh, I think one of the most powerful things about it is that um, what's non-negotiable is whether you got up and did it or you didn't. And, um, and I think when these students can look themselves in the mirror and realize, realize that they did it, um, it's just something that's extremely empowering. What does a typical morning look like for these students? <laughs> there's, n there's no typical morning. Um, and I think that that's part of the stickiness as well, is that you, the one thing that I can promise you is when you get out of your car that somebody's gonna be there to greet you. Um, and somebody's gonna say hello to your, your parent or the person who has gotten up um, to, to drive you there, or in many of the students' cases, um, to, to you who've just ridden your bike or walked. Um, we can promise you that, and we can promise at the end of it we're gonna um, you know, do a chant to kind of break things down. But everything between that um, is, is designed in a way um, that's to kind of keep you on your toes, that to be, that's to be engaging. The students are up and moving around, um, but that looks differently each day. Talk to us about startup. What exactly is startup? Yeah. Um, so, so uh, kind of as we, as we think about this program, the, the, the truth is, and the things that we love about this um, is, is that this is, this is initially started off as kind of an experiment, right? Um, and the schools that we partner with are schools that are on, um, that want to be on the front edge of the wave, right? They're going to be the people who are willing to, to put themselves out there um, all for the betterment of their students. And so, um, a Talo startup was just another opportunity for us to engage with students after they went through the initial six-week recruitment process um, and to give them an opportunity to solve problems through the lens of entrepreneurship. And so um, young people, once they get into Atalo, um, they have opportunities to certainly do SAT prep and college tours and um, uh, college interview prep and financial aid support. Um, but there are initiatives like Atalo Startup and Atalo Code, which just give them another way to look at problems um, and, and kind of flex the muscle of creativity. What's an example of through the lens of entrepreneurship? Yeah, so, so I, I think what's interesting, some students here from Ephrata have been selected to this program. 
um, as well. Once they were in Atalo, they got selected for Atalo Startup. And so I think of, of you know, Aaliyah, um, who um, is interested in music. And it's a small thing, but when you're practicing by yourself, turning the pages um, of, of your, your, your sheet music can be a hassle. And so they've, they're, they're going through the process of creating um, kind of a widget that will turn the sheet music for you. And so we think of small problems that, that um, are big to some people, a musician, and um, to just see her go through the creative process of thinking about the pain point from her perspective, interviewing other people who are musicians as well, and ultimately at the end of this 12 weeks will come out with a product that she's created. So what are your plans for the program this coming year? Um, so we're going to continue to err on the side of being ambitious. We're going to err on the side of, of um, pushing the envelope with students being the, the center of, um, of our focus and our attention. Um, when we initially partnered with Effort School District, um, I had a chance to meet the superintendent, Dr. Troop. And it was, you, you, tell, you can tell right at the beginning whether it's somebody who um, wants to set the tone or somebody who wants to follow. And um, it was a couple email exchanges um, and meeting the principal in, uh, in Dr. Galen and realizing that they were people who wanted to set the tone um, with students being the center of their, of their focus. And so um, as we think about what's next, um, we want to go deeper. We want to, um, we have a lot of things that we can get better at. Um, uh, for example, the distance between Ephrata High School and the Atalo headquarters in the, in the, in the center of Lancaster City. Uh, you know, it can be a 40 to 45 minute trip. You know, I was thinking the other day as I um, went to Ephrata High School, you know, this is tough. And I just had to do it one day. And to think that there had been students who had made that trip two or three times the week before. Um, that have a whole bunch of other responsibilities on their plate as well. We want to go deeper, and so we're thinking about some satellite um, offices to make the, to, you know, to mitigate the the, the length of the commute. Um, we want to continue to engage students, and so thinking about other creative ways to get them exposure to their opportunities. You know, at the end of the day, what we all want is to be acknowledged, appreciated, accepted, and cared for. And uh, the way in which we do that um, is changing all of the time, but that will continue to be um, our focus as an organization. Well, it's clear this program has been impactful. So how has it changed you, Jordan? It's uh, a good question. I, I, I think the most fulfilling part of it is, is that this started out of, out of a personal experience that I had. I had somebody who had paved the way, um, somebody who saw more in me than I saw in myself at that time, and, uh, and I wanted to do that for somebody else. The exciting thing, and, and I think the reason why this organization has grown um, and will continue to grow, is that um, we have now um, have the experiences and the stories of the young people, um, the, the schools of which we've partnership, uh, partnered with, that, that we're able to, to kind of formulate all additional whys as to why we continue to, to keep going and why we can continue to push forward. Um, and those diverse perspectives have just strengthened the programs that we've been able to, cr uh, to create and, and we anticipate that continuing to happen. Great, thank you. When we come back, we'll be joined by students who participated in Italo. Many Keystone Education radio shows share success stories, the centerpiece of the Success Starts Here campaign. They are real stories about students, teachers, administrators, parents, and others who are making our schools great every day. The backpack program here at Williamsport High School, we're in our second year of existence. Each Thursday or Friday, we hand out backpacks to uh, any student that fills out a simple application process. Do you have a success story of your own? 
Share it with us at successstartshere.org. My success starts here. We are fortunate to have some recent students who participated in the program joining us. Could each of you introduce yourself and tell us your name, grade, and when you joined the Italo program? Certainly. Uh, I'm Nicholas Mitch. I'm in 12th grade, and I joined the Italo program in the fall of 2016. I'm Neil Batusen. I'm in 11th grade, and I joined the Italo program in the fall of 2017. Um, I'm Aaliyah Johnson. I'm in 11th grade, and I also joined in the fall of 2017. I'm Alex Nelson, and I'm in 11th grade, and I also joined in the fall of 2017. Great. Thank you. So let's talk about the early start time. What made you want to participate knowing that you'll need to be at school at 5.30 a.m.? I can start here. Uh, both of my parents uh, were, uh, did not go to college, uh, so I would be the first, I intended to be the first gen student in my family. And uh, any way that I could get that information to put myself on even ground uh, with other people in my grade of my class and be able to take that next step after high school, I was willing to take it. Great. And listeners, as we talk here, you might hear some background noise. Aaliyah, could you tell us what that is? Um, so I have a Rubik's Cube and um, basically during our recruit, when we get up at like really early in the morning, part of the task is that we have to learn to solve a Rubik's Cube. So, yeah. <laughs> and for the rest of you, what do you think about the 5.30 a.m. start time? <laughs> At first, I was really, I was really afraid that I would not be able to get up because I'm not usually a morning person like that. But it was easier and easier as the program progressed. It was easier for me to get up and be motivated to continue on with it. And what drew you to the program in the first place? I thought it'd be a great opportunity for me to expand my knowledge over college things and like learn new things, and it gave me a great opportunity to see things in new ways. Great, thank you. So, Aaliyah, what do you think has helped you the most, or what did you like best about participating in this program? We learned um, different pillars in the beginning, and that was basically like giving us um, different things that will make you more successful, and not only in college, but in life, and like good things to incorporate in your life. And I think us going over them and learning them, and then also uh, just like doing a bunch of motivational stuff in the morning that got us like excited and like made us like start thinking about our future. I think that was. So I'll put this question out to the group here. What about this program surprised you or delighted you most? I was really delighted to get the opportunities to see new colleges and learn more information about college. Um, we went on a college tour in December and we got to go to three, three colleges, yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, three colleges. And I normally would not have the opportunity to go to college trips like that, so it was a really good thing for me. What I found surprising uh, was the kindness and friendliness of the staff who are there. Uh, usually uh, the, m some people that I know are not the nicest people at 5.30 in the morning, uh, but they were always there, the staff and the faculty that uh, assisted with the program, they were always there. They always uh, greeted us with a smile on their face. They came in ready to go and they made sure that we were ready to go so we could be successful. Have you known one another fairly well before you started the program? Um, I think some of us, yes, but other of us, um, not so much. And so I think it was like a good place like for us to find other students who are uh, trying to go to college and have a good future and like all of us to get together in like a, a comfortable space and be able to learn together and grow together. Great. Do you see or feel any change in yourself or your outlook 
after having gone through the Italo program? Oh, I do because uh, Italo pushed me to get out of my box more because I'm like a shy kid. I don't really talk to anybody. But Italo pushed me to step out my boundaries and like open up more to people and talk more and like participate in more activities than I would usually. That's great. Thank you. What about anyone else? Um, for me, I think I'm definitely um, less nervous about the whole, um, I guess, like process of applying to college and getting into college and going because I know that I have people who are going to be there for me to like help me through it and help me understand what's really happening and what I should be doing to like in advance to get ready for it. I was really scared for the college process. I had no idea on how things worked and how things went, but they really went through it with us and like discussed every key point that we'd need to know that I usually wouldn't know. I think the biggest part of the program uh, or myself uh, would be being able to have confidence in yourself, uh, whether you, you know much about the topic or you, you're just starting to figure it out. Uh, being able to have that confidence, to have that um, desire uh, to push forward or to learn more about something and being willing to communicate with more people and have a stronger voice and input into groups, uh, I definitely notice that in myself. Excellent. I want to thank each of you for sharing your experience of the Italo program with our Keystone Education Radio listeners. We've really enjoyed having the opportunity to shed a little light on a great program and hope we've sparked an interest in others to seek more about the Ephrata Area School District's participation in Italo. Perhaps there's another Pennsylvania School District listening and thinking that a program like Ephrata's might be a good fit in their district. If so, we encourage you to reach out to Dr. Troop for more information. See our website, keyedradio.org for resources and links mentioned in the program, as well as photos from our visit and from the Ephrata Area School District Atalo program. This is Laura Huggins saying thank you for listening to Keystone Education Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Keystone Education Radio podcast are solely the views and opinions of our guests and do not reflect the views and opinions of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. Thank you.